This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks for stopping by. Glad to have everybody back. It's Tracy Beams, the uh, editor-in-chief over at UncoverDC.com. Tracy, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good. How are you doing, Joe? You're better than good. I'm doing great. I appreciate you asking. So watching the, the C-SPAN the other day, and Kristen Clark is an assistant attorney general oh. in the Civil Rights Division. <laughs> yes. And she's sitting there, and she's being questioned about Missouri v. Biden. Now, Missouri v. Biden is the censorship case that you have so elo- eloquently covered. You've been on my show a million times talking about it. This is about stopping the government from having any say or being able to collude with social media platforms to censor Americans. She's in the civil rights division. The First Amendment right to free speech is a civil right. One would assume that this case, which is now at the Supreme, the Supreme Court level, would be known by the person who I guess is heading the Civil Rights Division of the Attorney General's office. Were you as stunned as I was that she had no clue what Bishop was talking about? She's lying. Everybody so you think lying. she does know? Yes, of course Because it's does. either incompetence or she knew and she was lying. She's got to be lying. There's just no way. And just to make sure that it's very clear for all of your listeners, the Missouri v. Biden, quote, case is not at the Supreme Court. The decision to... Uh, you know, put in the temporary injunction to stop the government while the case continues is. Okay. It's a very important distinction only because the case is still ongoing as it would otherwise. And it's it, going I, and it's going well for freedom of speech, by the way. Yeah, because how could it not? For goodness sakes. Yes, it is. W- will it end up in the Supreme Court, do you think? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. C- can Congress get rid of somebody who is either that incompetent or that much of a liar? Can they? I'm sure they can. Will they? Absolutely not, Joe. Well, well, you're right. They won't. They should. Um, and they should exercise that power we get, we've given the House. But they're too busy getting rid of, like, George Santos and stuff. Um, uh, for me, when I watch this and I watch the, the, I guess it's an acting job, if you believe that she's lying, I couldn't believe it. And, that, I mean, she literally said, can you give me some of the details so that I can learn about it? I, like, I, what? You know, it's it's either they don't know about it or they do know about it and they're like Goldman who makes excuses for it. Well, they only banned, you know, uh, 60% of the speech. The other 40% was allowed to be there. That was basically the argument he made in the weaponization committee hearing last right. week with uh, with Jordan and Schellenberger was there and, you know, Taibbi was there, I believe, again. Yes. Um, I always wonder why I'm never called to these hearings, Joe. Do you have any idea? I will I will make a call. You should be in these hearings. I, I think you should be. I, I 100% agree with that. I'm not even being funny. Um, I think you should be in these hearings. It's Tracy Beans. Follow her at Tracy Beans everywhere. And Beans is B-E-A-N-Z. And, uh, and, and also, make sure you go to UncoverDC.com. So, yeah, so I'm watching all of that unfold, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? But you brought up Goldman. Yeah. Goldman the other day, to Schellenberger, tried to allege on the record that the Hunter Biden laptop might have been altered by Rudy Giuliani somehow. <laughs> Tracy, what, what are we looking at here? Dan Goldman's not a dumb guy. So what are we looking at here? It's it's a it's still the same propaganda, Joe. Did you didn't you love the way Schellenberger answered though? Yes. Like, are you accusing them of a conspiracy? 
Like it was just brilliant. I mean, yes. the way he, he handled it was he just listen, this is what they do. And it's so old and tired. And honestly, I really do believe the majority of the American people see through this now. Normal people you talk to at the supermarket. know they know. So well, they have to know. I mean, yeah. we, because polls have been done even about the laptop and how it would have changed a lot of votes yeah. had people known about it. It's uh, Tracy Beans. Go go follow everything she does. I'm sitting here in Texas. I'll have, I think, Paxton on tomorrow, oh. the, the attorney general for the great state of Texas. Uh. He's suing Pfizer. Talk to me about this Pfizer suit. How do you feel about that? It's amazing. Not only is he suing Pfizer in this case, Joe, this man is on fire. I'm loving it. He's suing Pfizer in another case um, regarding uh, Pfizer and, and, and the ADHD medication that they pushed to market without running the experiments and trials properly and fudging their numbers. Um, he's also just released another lawsuit uh, so, suing the Global Engagement Center um, with the Federalist and Daily Wire. So that's another one. Um, this one versus Texas, uh, Texas versus Pfizer, which we'll talk about now in detail. Yeah. This lawsuit is interesting. You know, most people go after it's hard to go after the pharmaceutical companies for the things they actually do wrong in terms of adverse. I wanna, I wanna st- before you get full throated into it, there is a provision, unfortunately, done by re- the Reagan administration yes. that allows pharmaceutical companies to get away with just about anything yeah. and they can't be sued. Yeah. How is he suing them? It's really cool. Uh, basically, consumer fraud. And here's how. Everything is mentioned in the lawsuit, including adverse um, some adverse events that the myocarditis rate, if for example, and things like that. The way they're doing it is that Pfizer marketed this thing as 95 percent effective. Right. right? Right. They knew at the time that it wasn't. And they proved how they knew that it wasn't 95 percent effective. They used the relative risk reduction rather than the absolute risk reduction. So what that basically means is the relative risk reduction gives you a percentage of differences in outcomes. And the absolute risk reduction gives you like the real number. It's very complicated to explain. That's why I'm doing it so quickly. No, you're doing but, it very well. Thank you. The relative risk they said was 95%. So therefore, the 95, the vaccine is 95% effective. But the actual risk reduction was 0. 0.85, 0. 0.85, and wow. the number needed to treat to to prevent one. COVID case, as Pfizer defined a COVID case, which is a whole different ballgame, was 119. So they knew they had to inject at least 119 people to prevent just one case of COVID as, devi- as defined by them. Holy okay? mackerel. Yeah, no, and they no, knew that's that. that's stunning. Well, well, they, well, well, by the way, the world court, what, a year ago, not even a year ago now, a Pfizer vice president admitted that we never even tested to see if it would stop contagiousness or spreading of it. Right. And they and they marketed it that way too, didn't they? Yes, and so that that's another aspect of this. They have Borla on all these interviews saying, you know, kids better take this or their parents are going to get sick, and you know, all the the threats and things that they use that they're all detailed in the in the lawsuit. Um, a, a number of different things, like you said, he was on television claiming that this thing was effective against variants, even at one point saying it was a hundred percent effective against the South African variant. Well, guess what? He knew they didn't test this against any variant at all, let alone all of them, to be able to make a claim like that. Um, They said they were using, Pfizer said that they were using Israel as their laboratory. Now, that in and of itself is enough to make somebody shudder. But they also said that they're kind of like the canary in the coal mine. So anything they get from Israel is going to be good data. Well, unfortunately, Israel did really badly. Uh, They bring up negative efficacy, which we talked about many, many times on your show, that the fact that people get sicker with the vaccine than without it. They brought up, you know, uh, 
Paxton brought up the rate of infection, the number of cases before and after, all kinds of stuff. Plus, Pfizer's own internal data, the way they ran their study, how they ran it on purpose to make it look like something it wasn't. And just to go back quickly to that relative risk reduction, the FDA says even for a drug under EUA, they they need to use both relative and absolute or only absolute if you don't do that, you're effectively removing informed consent. And they basically say it like that. The FDA does. So here's how he's going after them. Marketing. They marketed the drug a certain way. They defrauded the public because of it. That's where they're going after Pfizer. From well, it's very smart. So if I'm following you right, and I think I am, and I'll ask him more about this tomorrow when we have Paxton on, um, he's not going after the actual so-called vaccine, right. even the stuff that's inside the vial. Yep. He's going after what they told us about it. Yep. And if he, and if he can prove they lied and it's provable. Yep. If he can prove that they that they messed with the numbers and it's provable, they're in big trouble. So what do you think Pfizer is going to do here? What's their defense going to be? They're probably going to try and rely on some sort of um, you know, protection under the EUA. Um and you, they reference this in the suit in the beginning, the reasons why that wouldn't work just to kind of get out in front of it. But you know, like you mentioned, they're they're immune from goodness knows almost everything, but I right. don't not this not this. I don't think they're allowed to just blatantly lie to people about the effectiveness of their drug. And, and you know, Paxton goes in and takes pains to explain how they use the media as a marketing engine for the drug. And the other thing that's super interesting is Pfizer did not take government money to make this. So where some people say, why aren't we suing the government? Because the government funded Moderna. The government funded some Janssen and Janssen. Or, you know what I mean? They funded yeah. some Janssen. They didn't fund Pfizer. Pfizer did this all by themselves, then hoped to recoup that money via contracts for doses. But could so. the government be sued because the FDA, the CDC, and the NIH all lied about it, its effectiveness? Or is there out? Well, we just listened to what Pfizer said. Well, th- that's where we're headed, Joe. And there's a number. I mean, I'm so busy with lawsuits at this point. I don't think I'm going to be able to take them all. There are <laughs> law- I'm serious. There a lot are going law- on. Yes. They're everywhere. They're springing up everywhere. This shot is really proving to be what we all said it would be from the very beginning. And people aren't going to they're still trying to put it on the vaccine schedule for children. Okay, and so we're trying to stop that from happening and get people to understand what's going on. And the lawsuits are flying on this thing, flying. And never forget, they called us the nuts. They called us the crazy people. It is. Go ahead. It was the pandemic of the vaccinated. I mean, the unvaccinated. It's going to be a long, dark, deadly winter for the unvaccinated. This is it's disgusting what was put out uh, in our brains and on our heads. And thank God there were smart people like like a lot of those who are watching, listening, who either woke up after the first shot or never got any. I'm pure blood. Uh, And and, um, it's hard not to. You want to believe what the authorities say. You want to believe what the government tells you. You want to believe what what the advertising says. And then it's all been unraveling since. And thank God we've been ahead of this from the beginning. It's Tracy Beans. Go to at Tracy Beans over on all the social media. Go to UncoverDC.com. Elon Musk said, you have said the truth on some tweet about Jewish people in America controlling this, that, or the other thing. And he's been called anti-Semitic. The ADL went after him. The media matters. Everyone went after the guy. Everybody's pulling their advertising out. Now he's suing. What are the details of his lawsuit against Media Matters? This one is good, too. So Media Matters... Is it about that retweet, that repost, or his answer to the tweet? No, not really. They What they did was, after he did that, to kind of pile on and, and remove 
the ability for, you know, remove advertisers. They went after his advertisers and rumbles in a suit just very similar to this one with Media Matters as well, by the way, recently. Um, what they did was they they manipulated the platform. They, they created a new account. Then they found a bunch of accounts that were fringe and kind of extremist. And they only followed those accounts and certain advertisers. Okay. Wow. And and so if you're following, I, see, I already see where you're going. Go ahead. Yeah. So if your follower pool is that, and then you consistently refresh, 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 you're going to be served an ad for one of the the companies you follow underneath one of those people's posts. It's inevitable. It's the way the algorithm works. That's what Media Matters did to write that article about the advertisers being shown next to anti-Semitic content. Okay. The only people that saw that serve were them. That was it. And so wow. Media Matters uses that, writes an article about how they're anti-Semitic. And here, look, your advertiser, hey, Disney, look, your ad's being served next to this person who said that all Jews should die or whatever. And it wasn't real. It was a complete manipulation of the platform. So that is what Elon is suing Media Matters for. They, with malicious intent, went ahead to try and purposefully sway advertisers off of the platform based on a lie and manipulated algorithm. Well, if the details are what you just said, that's exactly what they did. Yes, that is exactly what they did. And it's not the only time. Well, what, is their, what is their defense? I, they haven't filed one yet. I don't know. Because they're out there. We didn't do anything wrong. There's just a lot of anti-Semitism on that platform. No. That's what they've been saying openly. I know, but they, they haven't filed a defense yet. As soon as they do, I will let you know what their paltry argument could possibly be. Because the platform has the account information. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, what are you... <laughs> well, well, right. How do you get away from the fact that it's your account? I mean, that's... It's uh, Tracy Beans, uh, follower at Tracy Beans everywhere. Go subscribe to her over on the X. You know, I've got 33 subscribers. I have no idea why. Because you're, you're so cool. Well, I mean, I'm, I, know, I get it. I'm cool. I get that. But I'm like, I'm, now I'm like in a corner, Tracy. I have, I have to do special stuff just for them. Luckily, I do those. Come on, video, come on. I do those videos. And um, they're on Instagram and, and TikTok. Don't don't give me a hard time about TikTok because I'm doing it uh, in a very I smart way. I do TikTok, way. too. Good. Okay. Um, uh, but I, but a lot of people won't go on Instagram or TikTok. So I, for my subscribers, I'll give them those come on videos on X. Have you, are you spending any money on X? If you don't want to answer, you don't have to, but I feel like I should because of what Elon Musk is facing. I don't, but I feel like I should. I am. I'm spending the 22. I upgraded my account to that premium, you know, blue for $22 a month or whatever it is. I think it's well worth it. Honestly, I'm seeing a difference in my analytics and stuff too. So that's good. Um, for my subscribers every week, I do a week, um, we do an hour space on a Friday. It's not recorded. Everybody who's subscribed can come in and talk about whatever the hell they want. Um, and we sit there for an hour and just BS. That's what I just for subscribers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. But I get like, sometimes Kyle Serafin will hop in and like, you know, stuff like that. So it's fun. Uh, What's interesting about X is I think that he's so smart and he's so far ahead of them by two or three steps they can't take him down. They're trying everything. And it's like he's beating them at every turn. So you're right. Care. Why not go to premium and pay a little extra a little extra money and make sure that you still have free speech? I mean, that's, and I that's do so have smart. Free, and I do have free speech. I you, do. Didn't, you didn't for a long time. Now. I know, but I do now. And, you know, I do have a problem with reach and all of that. And, and I am in some algorithm hell. I know I am. Um, but it's still 
opportunities still present themselves to me because I'm there. Like right. I meet people I never would meet. You know what I mean? Things like that. Absolutely. So, yeah. No, without a doubt, I'm connected with people that I never would have otherwise. It's Tracy mm-hmm. Beans, T-R-A-C-Y-B-E-A-N-Z. Go and follow her everywhere. Uh, is the Rumble suit the same thing as the as the Elon suit or something very, different? Very similar. They're suing for defamation because there's a group of people that work for an agent, a not-for-profit that supposedly you know, monitors organizations to let advertisers know whether it's friendly or not to advertise there. They're going after the wallet. We've known this for quite some time. So they are suing these individuals from that not-for-profit and Media Matters who funds that not-for-profit and works with that not-for-profit because they were purposefully spreading uh, defamation or they were perfectly purposefully defaming um Rumble by saying that 90% of its ad serve comes from Google. Now, that for good reason would make people recoil from Rumble, yeah. their audience, right? So there's a number of different examples of that inside of the Rumble lawsuit and also the advertising thing. These people found content that broke the terms of service and did the same thing that Media Matters did to get advertisers to remove themselves from Rumble's ad serve platform. So it's Stunning. the same tactic. Yeah, you can't catch every last piece of content. It's almost impossible. So you have people, their entire job is to surf through Rumble and find someone breaking the terms of service and then amplify that content for themselves until they get served an ad by a company that wouldn't want their stuff being shown on a video like that. And you're off to the races. What, 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 a, what a crappy existence these people have, these attackers. Right? And by the way, they took down Parler the same exact way. I'm glad that people have learned from that lesson. And I don't think Musk is going anywhere. I don't think Rumble's going anywhere. They're both getting stronger every day. Because people really do want free speech. Whether they agree with us politically or not, they still want free speech. It's Tracy Beans. Follow her everywhere. Go subscribe on X if you can. Go to UncoverDC.com. Tracy, you're the best. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Tracy Beans, get it done right. Go to UncoverDC.com. That is her website. She's the editor-in-chief. Go to T-R-A-C-Y-B-E-A-N-Z over on any of the, the social media platforms. She's over there. You can go and follow. You can subscribe. See the stuff that she does, and she always brings it. Uh, and like I said during the interview... We will have the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, Ken Paxton, tomorrow. And we're going to talk to him about all, all this stuff, all these suits. Paxton doesn't care. He's on a rampage to try to make sure freedom and liberty matters. He's on a rampage to make sure that people understand the Constitution matters. Next hour, it'll be Steve Gorham, plus what Rashida Tlaib had to say about anti-Semitism. Oh, yeah. She's still at it. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. More to come. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pike Show.